A very good day to all of our listeners. This is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International. Today, as we have for quite some while, we shall continue with our series that we've called There's Only One. And so today I'm using a title that's a little bit out of the norm of that that I've taught in the past, yet I believe will be prevalent for many of our lives, at least in some seasons that we may walk out our lives, and perhaps for some, a season of great longevity. So I want to look at there's only one way to get out of, may I use the word, to get out of the mess or the destruction we may find ourselves in. As mentioned up front, often we find ourselves in seasons where things are rather messy. Perhaps there's some heartache, some breakdown, some frustration, maybe some hurt, some pain, maybe some serious consequences that we're enduring and walking out in our lives. Well, how do we get out of such a situation? Is there a way out? Is there a way out that can bring about sustained transformation and sustain success into the journey of our forward lives. We know that in God there can be miracles that can take us out of a situation instantaneously, but we don't want to be living from miracle to miracle, because that really means we are living from mess, enduring its pain and its consequence, to a miracle, to another mess, pain and consequences, to another miracle, etc., etc. We want to live in sustainable success. We want to avoid and or avert the pain that perhaps we're enduring presently, be that for a long time or repeatedly so. We seem to trespass and fall into the same consequential situation and endure the same pain and or hardship, perhaps repeatedly, kind of over and over again. And we sometimes wonder, why are we still in the same situation? How do I get out of this sustainably? I've turned to God. Maybe I've felt a release from time to time. But I seem to fall into that same pit of anguish and hardship over and over again. Then you are, as I am, and most likely all of us desire, to walk a pain-free, consequential life. Does that mean that we'll have no opposition or struggle? doesn't mean that, but it does mean this, that no opposition or struggle can have us. And so how do we get out of a messy situation that we may find in our lives? Well, in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through to 4, we find an answer. In verse 1, we read, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And so God created something in absolute perfection. It represented the very nature and person of God. It was light. It was exhilarating. It was abundant. It was prosperous. And so that verse 1 is showing us God's intention for our lives. God created everything to be perfect and sustainable in its perfection and its, its exhilaration. But then at the very get-go, God shows us in verse 2 where we can sometimes find our lives to be at. 
somewhat messy is the painting of the picture in verse 2. For it says after verse 1, it says, Then the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. So God first creates in verse 1 everything that represents his person and his nature in abundance. But if I were to now inject or place my life and or yours into verse 2. So God's intention in verse 1 is good, but sometimes verse 2 depicts the situation we find our lives to be. It says, Then the earth was without form and void, and darkness was in the face of the deep. So verse 2 paints a picture of your life and of mine, maybe finding itself fallen from God's intention we find in verse 1, which is God's perfection and prosperity and abundance that it represents the very person, nature, and substance of God. But perhaps your life today is at that place, at least in an area in your life, and maybe in multiple areas, and maybe for some in most every area of our lives. We're in a place where things are without form. Our life is void of substance. Our life doesn't look like what God intends our life to look like and to enjoy. And we feel that there's darkness over the face of our lives. Well, verse 3, before we get to verse 3, pardon me, the back end of verse 2 is good for us to know. Because it says, in the midst of all of that, that darkness, that struggle, that pain, that anguish, maybe even that, that failure prospectively, in the midst of all of that, it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. In other words, the Spirit of God is hovering over any situation that represents a removal from God's intent for our lives. So in that pain, in that anguish, in that messy situation, God wants us to know that His Holy Spirit is hovering over that circumstance. However, He's hovering but not yet engaged. In other words, He's able to do something about our situation, but is disabled until something transpires. And we pick up in verse 3 what that is. But firstly, to know that the Spirit of God is hovering over every circumstance, waiting to engage the situation, to bring about change from that messy situation we find ourselves in. So the Spirit of God is hovering, waiting to be, may I say, released, or waiting to engage a process that will bring about a change of the mess we may find our lives in. And so again, the Spirit of God is hovering, over all of the time, we may be in a mess for, for years, even decades, even much of our lives, call that 30, 40, 50, 70 years, whatever it may be, the Spirit of God over all the time is hovering, waiting to engage, to bring about a change of the messy situation we're finding our lives in. But what does the Spirit of God respond to? Therein lies the key. So verse 3 says, And then God said, in other words, when we go to the Word of God, in John chapter 1, verse 1, it's put this way, In the beginning was the Word. So as soon as we go to the Word, in the beginning of any circumstance, we're struggling saying, how do we get out of it? The way we get out is by the Word of God. We find the antidote to the situation we find ourselves in. We got into that circumstance outside of embracing the Word of God. We get out of that circumstance by now embracing the Word of God, in the beginning, we go back to the Word of God. We find out the Word of God in the area of our marriage, of our parenting, of being a father, of being a mother, of being a businessman, of being a church leader, whatever it might be. 
we can fill in those dots. When we go back to the Word of God, the Holy Spirit engages with that. And He brings about a conception that realizes a change in our lives. So the Spirit of God is hovering, waiting for what? Waiting for the you and I to go back to the Word of God, to put faith in the Word of God. For example, if I were a husband, go to the Word of God, I find out every scripture on what husband represents, how do I function in it, I say I'm going to have a corresponding of action of faith in it, I'm going to do as the Word of God says a husband should do, I know that the Holy Spirit is going to bring about a reinforcement, an anointing, is going to empower the Word of God and bring about a change that will take me out of the mess I'm in and bring me into the wide open spaces of joy and fullness and success in that area in my lives. In my life, pardon me. And or in our lives, in plurality. And so the Word of God is what the Holy Spirit engages in. In Ephesians 6 it says, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. So the Spirit goes to work He picks up the Word as a sword and He goes to work with that sword called the Word and together the Word and the Holy Spirit will bring about a change as I engage the Word of God in faith. Say, look what, I'm going to be a doer of your Word, says the book of James. I'm not going to walk in deception trusting for a result that's outside of your Word because you watch over your Word to fulfill it, to manifest it, to bring it into existence in my life. It'll change the mess that I'm in. And bring me to the, the success that you're in and that you desire for me to enjoy. And so there's only one way to sustainably get out of, the, out of the mess we sometimes find we've got our lives in. It's go to the Word of God. The Word of God is what the Holy Spirit engages and empowers. He takes us out of that mess as we walk out the Word of God in that area of our failure or the mess we're in or the suffering or the pain and the anguish we find ourselves in. When we engage the Word of God, we must know the Holy Spirit engages that Word. And now when we walk it out in faith, that mess changes to success and becomes a testimony of the power of God's Word, empowered by the Holy Spirit. So in the beginning was the Word. We go to the Word of God. It will bring about sustained change that removes us from pain and anguish and suffering or the mess we find ourselves in and take us to the success that we find in the person of Jesus Christ. And so this is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International saying, God bless. Please look us up on our website, www.foryourgood.net or send us an email to info at foryourgood.net We'd love to engage with you, respond to the email that you may send. You can send in a prayer request. You can ask us a question. Whatever's on your heart, you send us that email. And with our great delight, we will respond willingly and wantingly to any inquiry that you may have. God bless as you enjoy the rest of this week.